Hey there, and welcome back to another episode of the Business of Dance podcast. You are listening to our Business of Branding series, all about creating, building, and growing your studio's brand. In this four-part series, Claire reveals her top tips and tricks when designing, building, or even revamping your studio's brand. Your brand is the go-to memory for those who come across your studio. From colors to shapes, symbols, and styles, this is how the world knows and remembers you. It is the bat symbol of your studio, so why not make it as beautiful and memorable as your amazing business? Now, let's dive into the show so you can get started to branding your business for success. Hey guys, my name is Clary Shea and welcome back to another episode of the Business of Dance podcast and the second episode of our Business of Branding series. So last week I discussed what branding is and how your business can really benefit from gaining that trust in others. So if you haven't checked out this episode yet, I really suggest that you have a listen to that as well or even before listening to this one as it can really give you some insight into what branding is if you're totally new to the concept or it might even change your definition even if you aren't new to it. So remember, branding just isn't all about colors and your logo. It is so much more. Now, in today's episode, we're going to talk all about designing, creating your brand or even revamping your studio brand if you already have one. Now, it is so important that we create a brand for our business that best represents us, what we are about, our values, and the programs we provide. We created our studio or are currently creating our studio for a reason. This gives us a chance to really get creative and outline our niche in order to attract the very people we designed our programs to benefit. Now remember to also stay tuned to the end of my branding series as I have something very special for all of you to help you with branding your very own business. So let's dive into today's episode and get brainstorming about your brand. So when creating your brand, before we get into the designing stage, I really want you to take into consideration the five steps to brand building. This is the behind the scenes aspect. So sort of stage number one is what message are you wanting to get across? And some things you can think about are what is the main motivation within your business and what are your values? Step number two is how will your brand create credibility with your business or your field of interest? So some things to think about is what is your unique qualifications or services? What will make you stand out within your industry and how will others benefit? Step number three is how do you want to connect with your target or dream clientele? Will you be more in person or online? How do you want to best represent yourself through your brand? What kind of connection do you want to have with others? Step number four is how will your brand motivate these potential clients to sign up or learn more? So some things to think about are what are you offering? How can you make others motivated to move forward within your business? What's your hook? And what is your branding language? Step number five is how will you create loyalty amongst your customers? So how can you make your brand inviting and trustworthy? And really what stands out from all of the other studios or businesses in your area? So when creating your brand, you really want to take into consideration the questions above. It's really the skeleton of brand building, your why and how and who. So if you don't have these questions answered yet, 
then you'll have a hard time developing your brand into a successful business. So a brand isn't just a pretty logo or color scheme. It's the beautiful wrapping paper to your business that people just can't wait to tuck into. But unfortunately, it doesn't mean much when the pretty wrapping paper doesn't match or align with the present. So this is where the consistency really begins. So once you have answered these questions and you have your branding outline, you want to also outline your target audience and clientele. And this should be easy as you can take this from your business outline when you started or are starting your studio. So again, who are your programs for? The age group, the gender, the location, et cetera, et cetera. And what is the narrative you are creating with your ideal clients? What language, aside from the actual spoken language, do you want to use? What are your keywords? How do you want to not only speak, but connect with your ideal client? This can really help you in creating your brand's logo and colors so you can target a specific group of people, interests, or even gender without stereotyping too much. So with that in mind, let's really talk about design. When you're creating your design, you need to think about what colors do you think best represent your studio or business. So in my opinion, I suggest sort of around three colors or possibly four, as that's really easy for others to identify and you don't want it to be too overwhelming or too many colors as you move forward. You really want to make sure that every color goes together in any combination. And I really encourage you to play around with colors. It might not be necessarily your favorite color or something that you would think would go really well. But if you go on something like Canva or other graphic design apps, you can really play around and see which colors really kind of sync well together, what looks really good. Just remember to jot down the color codes as well so you can give that to a web designer or graphic designer for consistency purposes. So uh, if don't make a mistake like I did and picking kind of a, like a, you know, a generic color, which I love my color, but then over time when we did different things, the color ch- kind of changed slightly. But if now knowing my color code, it's very specific when I give it to a screen printer, when I give it to our web person, when I give it to a sticker person, anyone essentially. So there's much more consistency rather than this weird variation of colors. So jot down the color codes and ensure that you give them to anyone who creates content or graphics or physical products or even uniforms for your studio. Another option is to outsource to designers for your logo creation altogether. So I've mentioned this in previous episodes, but I really suggest outsourcing tasks like this to others if designing really isn't your specialty. You can use sites like Fiverr or Upwork to create a task and get someone who's really talented in their area to create, you know, a design probably more amazing than you could have ever imagined. So you know, you might have a bit of an idea of what you'd like or the colors that you want to use, or you might have no idea at all. And this is a really good starting point. You could sort of do like a consultation process with someone and really kind of start from there. But I do suggest if you can getting to create a couple of options or even ask, you know, for more than one designer to come up with something so you can get as many perspectives as possible within your budget. So just be sure again to outline what you want, uh, be as specific as you can, and most importantly, be open to new ideas that you might love that you might not have thought of. When you are selecting or opting to rebrand your studio as well, make sure the name you are choosing for your brand and business isn't too similar or taken. So depending on where you are in the world, there's lots of different uh, resources and websites that you need to sort of uh, you know, note down your business name or apply for a business name. And in Australia, 
we can kind of do a search and figure out if that name is available. So make sure you do your due diligence and make sure that you're not sort of taking another person's name or you don't want to get confused with that person down the street. So make sure yours is unique to you and not too similar to anybody else. My next tip is to download Canva and Canva is one of my most favorite apps for team and business. It's a website and an app where you can create any kind of graphic design from flyers to posters blog posts, A4 forms, ebooks, social media posts, and the list truly does go on. So some features are free, but the paid version is affordable and really, really worth it for business owners as you can design and keep your brand's colors and logos in there to add to any social post, newsletter, or blog post at the click of a button. It really just makes it super simple. Obviously, you could keep a note of your color codes, like I said, and just sort of copy and paste them in there, which you know probably wouldn't take too much longer, but it is really nice to have all of your fonts, your logos, everything there ready to go. And it's wonderful as well as when you start growing your team that they can also access that information super, super quickly. Again, it can take some time to get used to, but it's really incredibly fun to use and easy to learn. It's very sort of like drag and drop and very, very simple. And this can save you a lot of time as it keeps everything all in one place for you in terms of branding. So you can outsource your team when creating graphics or really anything like any communication for your studio or anything that is visually like in a poster or just anything and everything really. It's, it's very wonderful and I love it a lot. So again, and that's not sponsored, obviously. Well, not obviously, I guess, but it's not sponsored. I just really like Canva. <laughs> and my very last tip of the day is to keep it legal. So when creating your logo or outsourcing to a designer, be sure to have it completely unique when it comes to fonts, designs, and colors. So if you're using images or text from other sites, be sure to view the terms and conditions first because a lot of sites may give you what's called user rights, which means anyone may use it for free or for a small price for their business, but you cannot claim it to be yours as you technically don't own the images. So make sure your logo is created in something like Photoshop or Illustrator rather than Canva, even though I just spoke about how amazing it is and you should get it. Canva would be something that you could kind of play around, create like a generic version and then give it to like a Photoshop or Illustrator person to create your very specific logo. As in Canva, they own the images and text in their site. So you can use Canva to promote your products and even make money from your products, but you cannot legally call it a logo or you can't trademark that image, which is interesting. I want to really stress to always read the terms and conditions or get a lawyer to review with you before moving forward with your brand's designs. So these are the basics of what to consider in your brand design, creation, and logo. The great thing about this is that there is actually branding experts out there that can help you from logo all the way through to website design, and they can help you create the brand of your dreams, which best represents your studio and the amazing programs you provide. Remember, when it comes to running a business, you don't have to do everything yourself. Outsourcing and asking for help is an amazing place to begin. Collaboration is why so many businesses are successful in this day and age and finding the people who will help you bring your dreams to the surface are much more closer than you think. So I've discussed my services a couple of times on the show as well as my coaching programs. But if you're needing that extra help or simply wanting to talk branding and business strategy, I really recommend heading over to my website, which is claroshaycoaching.com if that is of something that is interest. And I also provide free discovery calls and there is a button at the top that says free and it has a heap of free, amazing content to download. 
So I just want to remind you that branding doesn't have to be a challenge. If anything, it is the fun part about business creation. So I hope you enjoyed this episode and I look forward to talking with you next week all about post-brand creation and how to stay consistent with your brand and replication. So have a great day wherever you are in the world and I look forward to speaking with you really soon. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to the Business Advance Podcast. For show notes and other episodes, please go to businessofdance.net slash podcast. To learn more about Business of Dance and stay up to date with all the episode releases, as well as lots of extra studio tips and tricks, please like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram. If you have any questions, topic suggestions, or wish to be a guest on the podcast, please contact us at podcast at businessofdance.net. We appreciate you taking the time to rate and review us on iTunes and wish you a great day. Stay tuned for next week's episode. And until then, keep dancing your way to the business you have always desired.